0: Hi guys, welcome to for the love of business podcast
1: where we host honest conversations with the people behind the businesses you love
0: We think it's so important now more than ever to highlight what it takes to survive and thrive as an independent business
1: And highlight what it really takes to do what you love and love what you do
0: I'm your host Carolyn and I'm Cody and this is for the love of business
1: Welcome, everybody, to For the Love of Business podcast. Today, we are joined by Ian Van Borgnine of North Fork Brewing Company. I know you're local because I've known you for we more did, than half my life, I think, have now. We played soccer <laughs> as young ones yeah. together. Um, that was so, probably adorable. Yeah, it's a long time. We should
2: post some pictures that you guys can dig up. Yeah, no, that <laughs> should be the lead photo for the From social the video, media.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, seventh grade travel yeah, soccer. real so gangly, cute. awkward yeah. um, of us. So just give us some background on um, yourself, your relationship with the North Fork, and then um, we'll slowly move into the start of North Fork Brewing.
2: Sure. Um, Yeah, born and raised out here in South Hold. So I guess my relationship with the North Fork is just as uh, someone who grew up here and um, my family, uh, they have a business in Peconic. They have a very large wholesale greenhouse and... I grew up, so on a family business, grew up on a farm, running around, getting dirty, skinning your knees on things. Um, so that kind of set the tone for my upbringing and, you know, having that lens to look back on the North Fork, just, uh, it's been really crazy to see this place change even, you know, in the 30 years that I've been here. But, you know, and, and now it's really cool to just be here and be talking with you guys, other locals who have grown up here or grown up near here. And, mm-hmm. Now we're running businesses. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm super lucky to run the business with um, Peter, uh, Peter Barode. He's uh, he's my business partner, and, and I consider him a cousin at this point. Um, he, is, he is family. He's blood. Uh, but yeah, so <clears throat> we opened in 2018. We both quit our jobs, I believe, in 2016. And then that was when he moved back to Long Island, and I uh, kind of moved back out to the North Fork, and we started – building this business that we had been talking about doing. And so we rented a building in Riverhead. We couldn't really, or the initial dream was to get the business open on our family farm in Southhold, well, in Peconic, sorry. Um, but that didn't really pan out. The town wasn't open to that at all or open to trying to figure out how that would work. So um, with uh, with that not going well, we transitioned and uh, went to Riverhead. And Riverhead was way more welcoming and they the process was well defined on how to open a business uh get a get a brewery started they had like like a whole thing laid out already wow that's great and we were just kind of heard that a bit yeah About. yeah you, you're kind of walking in the footsteps of giants like long ireland had already done it a few more had done it before us so we were lucky enough to have those trendsetters sort of get ahead of us and and make the town think a little less scared of breweries, too. They sort of said, oh, these guys have been good additions to the community. Let's Mm. bring more in. So we started renting a space in the old Second Street Firehouse, got that whole space flipped in about just under a year. Uh, So that was a lot of hard work, a lot of of late nights and just – I don't know, the, the number of stories of things that go wrong and you're trying to fix them. <laughs> and you're,
0: I remember that. You yeah. had been making beer for ages before that too, just yeah, small. Yeah,
2: been, been doing a lot of home brewing, a uh, little volunteer work at some breweries, worked for Greenport Harbor for a hot minute, doing like a little bit of like, like they wanted to try maybe get like the lab going. So that was, that was
1: kind of fun. They're super cool over there. And was That's that just an interest in? that just kind of evolved over time that you and yeah. Pete then kind of just talked about? And, you know, I had a background in science
2: and so, uh, I got my degree in biology, my master's degree, and then I had been doing a lot of research with yeasts. Other cousins of mine, they had started a hop yard on the family farm already. They started in okay. like 2012. That's and, so cool. Yeah, so they were like really into hops and farming, and so they, uh, Jacqueline and Andrew, were the ones that started that, they had asked me like, do you feel like you could like harvest, like get yeast off of wild things? We've heard of other breweries doing this, who have labs. You think you get like yeast? off of a fruit and, like, ferment it, like a homebrew? I was like, oh, yeah, I, th- I think so. I,
0: technically, I, yes. Technically,
2: yes, and I think I, I have a general idea of how I do it. So I just went at it and did it, and started. that's how I started collecting yeast awesome. e- strains off of wild sources, like off of blackberries and huckleberries and things like that on the North Fork. Um, so when we initially opened the brewery, we had wild fermented beers with yeast that had come off of the surface of fruits locally around here. So that I was pretty cool. I thought
0: that that differentiated you. And the North Fork Brewing Company. How do you prioritize when you now you open your business and you get bigger? Is that something that you and Pete talk about always keeping things from uh, an inspired point of view?
2: Yeah, I think maintaining inspiration is one of the toughest things because you, you can get so lost in the in the details and nitty gritty the mm-hmm. day in and day out. And and we both have kids now, and like like it's it's draining. Like you're trying to focus on a, both a family and a business at the same time, and both are. Are literally crying for your attention and like waking you up in the mi- both are waking you up in the middle of the night. Whether it's alarms yes. going off so, at the business, so accurate. right, yeah. Could, Cody, you have what? Two? You have two yeah, now? Two, yeah. yeah. Oh um, and That's such a God good analogy. Yeah, wow, it, it, I'm recycling that
1: one. I go for it. Keep it. Um, <laughs> running
0: my business is getting in the way of running my business because yeah. there are just so many things that are just equally as important, and you're just torn yeah. as to what. Yeah, what I feel like sometimes, out.
2: like, like I wish I could create, a, like, another me to do all the stuff I don't want to do, <laughs> and be like, just shut up and just do all <laughs> the back-end paperwork stuff, yeah. and then I can be creative and think of cool things, and, like, do the fun stuff, and, and do stuff like right. this, even. Like.
0: Have you ever started to do those things, and it just gets completely put in the back burner, because you just oh, yeah. have, like you were saying earlier, like, you have to sit down and pay sales tax, and you have to you know, all these other things. And sometimes, like, how do you prioritize that? Have you figured that out? I'm not meaning you, oh, you have the answer to that.
2: I don't think <laughs> do I've figured any? it out. Because <laughs> If Pete was here, he'd tell you I have a disgusting refrigerator in the brewery lab that is filled with, like, rotting plates of yeast that, okay. like, got, got abandoned because it's like, well, I'm sorry, I don't have time for you. Yeah. I'll have to regrow you later from frozen stocks. Yeah. Got you. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm very lucky and very blessed to have my business partner, Peter, because he's is a very like like quick creative mind like he'll latch on something and be like we got to do this and i'm like all right you know what i didn't have energy for it before but dude like you're ready to go let's do yeah. it dang it wow like we could bring back on your huckleberry we've talked about it yeah. uh, about growing it and pete's like well why don't we give it a shot like all right like let's do it and so with that in mind uh like it's that kind of thing where like you see the writing on the wall and you just kind of need like the person next to you sometimes to be like hey like why don't we do it
0: that little encouragement yeah Yeah.
2: totally and so keeping creative and keeping inspiration going like even uh, we're starting to use English ale yeast again because we want to start making some English ales and so that was just something that my business partner was like you know what like I'm getting bored of all this other stuff like we've already killed it in all these other IPAs like I'm happy with what we've achieved like I want to go back to some other stuff like no one's touching and just like I don't know flex the muscle a little like yeah. F- yeah. like maybe show off like do something that you don't see it's great Like that's like that's the kind of thing that like we're working with here like uh, trying to stay relevant in a in a an industry where you can have, like, total whitewashing with IPAs. Like, yeah. the hazy IPAs are everywhere. Yeah. Everyone's mm. got hazy. Like, if you don't have a hazy, like, you don't have, like, half of your profits. Like, you, you need like your staple ipas i think
0: that we've talked about this before too where you're like you have to stay true to what you believe in Mm -hmm. you want to make a beer you're proud of and that you would drink and that you're interested in but then you also find that balance between things that you know are going to sell not that you don't like those hazy ipas do you guys have it you guys have a hazy ipa oh run the juices yeah Yeah, Yeah. totally like guilty as charged. they're like totally my favorite oh my god am i like a basic beer drinker no (laughs)
2: No, Carolyn, you, you have a very like developed palate. We know you. Oh. We, we know you have a palate. <laughs> anyway, like, but the reason that like certain things are basic, quote unquote, is because they have mass appeal. Like yeah. because like the human palate loves they're them. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. So there's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. It just means like, all right, if we're gonna make the thing that everyone likes, we're gonna like like our kind of motto is like I'm gonna do it really well. Like yeah, I'm gonna make great. it to the T. I'm gonna research it. Like Pete sometimes is like, yeah, I was up till like midnight looking on my phone and like, like going through all the techniques. And it's like, whoa, well, okay, like awesome. Like that's why he's like the head brewer. Like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's why yeah. he, he brings that like huge element of like, he's loved this for years. He's worked in brews for years. You know, that's where we like put our heads together with some of these things where it's like, okay, how are we going to make it happen? And what
0: uh, a nice combination to have that yeah. and then like your science background. Yeah. Because sure. everything is so clean, mm-hmm. you know, too. And I think that probably has something to do with, well, probably all the cleaning that you guys do but also just like we like to be clean uh, you can taste it you can taste it
1: so you're talking a little bit about how you guys obviously keep developing beers that people like and want to sell and also do new stuff walk us through just like a overview of start to finish hey we want to try this beer like Mm -hmm. how we go about that what are the steps how long does it take to idea in your guys head conversation to beer that we're drinking now
2: yeah totally usually we're talking conceptually. First, you know, what do we think we want to put out? And we're just sort of at that stage weighing appeal versus what we want and what we think would be really cool. You know, the inspiration could be like bottom up or top down. It could start with a title or an idea of like, oh, like, would it be fun to do a beer themed off of this? Like, Pete's like, I want to do a Hellraiser-themed beer. And I'm like, well, what would that look like? <laughs> and then, and Please then, go on. Yeah, and then he's just like, well, I'm just going to write an awesome double IPA. Cool, awesome. And he does it. That's um, great. That's why he writes 90% of the recipes because yeah. he's, he loves that and he's awesome at it. And so, like, well, it'll be something like that. Or it'll, it'll be like, I, want it, I heard about this malt or I heard about this thing and I want to try working with it. So I'm going to start from the bottom up, like, just building the nuts and bones and turn it into, like, I'm going to start with a style in mind and try to hit that and so that's where we'll start like uh let's say it's uh we just released this year careless crisper so peter said i want to do a mexican lager i've really been wanting to like do a, a version of that and so it's what he did is he started he starts looking at what's the base grain that i need like what are the typical techniques on how to ferment this and what's like You're going to start with base malt, specialty malt, and then, like, your hop additions, and you're just going to craft the nuts and bolts of it. And then it's just a matter of going to brew it and bring it the best we can. And so we already know how our system works. And so if it's something that's sour, we might have to, like, modify how that souring happens. Like, it might have to happen in the kettle. It might have to happen in the tank, in the fermenter and that's like weeks months how long depends on the beer i guess probably uh, the right? quickest beers that we turn around can be done in 10 days okay. uh whereas certain lagers like especially if it's a very heavy lager could be maybe 14 to 20 days depending uh on the how the lagering process goes and it depends on yeast pitching and whatnot you know
0: have you ever started something and then just just not liked the way it was going or something went wrong and you oh, had yeah. to just what? Oh, really?
2: First year, we uh, we dumped a whole batch. We tried to do a wild fermented wet hopped beer, and it was undrinkable. Oh, really? Oh, it was it was so bad.
0: Wow, I'm so I'm like really surprised by that.
2: Oh, had that one locked and loaded. Yeah, I know which beer. Yeah, but yeah, it was <laughs> it was just so funny. It was our first year, and we were and we said, yeah, we're gonna do a wet hopped ale. So we picked all the hops fresh from the hop yard, and and we thought we had a good way to do the wet hopping, and then afterwards we were just like oh well, well let's just see how the fermentation finishes out and then the wild yeast that i propagated did not perform oh, no. and, and then we were at the point of just saying like all right we can either keep trying to polish this turd or we can <laughs> do what it's meant for and flush it oh, no. and that's what we did we just dumped it cut your losses yep yeah
0: so is that the like first and last time that ever happened or Pretty
2: were you able to much yeah oh, that's not so I, bad we there hasn't been a beer like that one where we had to dump the entire thing and there was nothing else we could do with it that there, hurt yeah that yeah. one hurt but you know what you took we took a little like skin on the knees like just kind of like oh we've we've stumbled on that one <laughs> and now like, trial uh, trial and error, trial and, error. Yeah. Yeah. And, so yeah. and so from there we've just kind of learned where we're pushing the limit and where we're we're going maybe a little too outside like from you know, you're starting with your conception what's the concept of this yeah is that concept even achievable? Let's bring it into reality. I love like that. Do these concepts stick to the wall together? And it was just too many brand, like too many things <laughs> that we were trying to make work in one. It was such a Frankenstein beer. Do
0: you ever find yourself talking yourself down when you get to that point and just ah. have to be like, okay, we don't want to have to like, let's – just stay focused on the ah, element of...
2: I, I think every once in a while, you're, you, you might go, and then we could do this, and then... <laughs> and uh, Maybe not the end then. May, maybe it'll just be just the and one thing. I love it that. It doesn't have to be and ten things. Yeah. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while.
0: Well, this is delicious. Thank you.
2: Yeah, of course. Thanks for... Uh,
0: Which Should we, should we open your, your the one that you're going to enter into the...
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the competition... Um, Belgian uh, single is awesome.
0: Do you guys do a lot of competitions?
2: Um, we actually, uh, thanks to the homebrewers asking us to do the GABF, it kind of got our butts in gear to do the competition. Nice. We were really bad about entering competitions online. We had every intention of Entering the New York State Beer Competition, they have a New York State Brewers yeah, Conference. you guys have and
0: such great lineup for that.
2: Yeah, we really want to enter some stuff because uh, you have a good shot, especially on a state level event, winning a medal. And uh, this year, unfortunately, we just totally missed. Yeah, the, I totally the, get you the the on that mark. Um, you know, you have every intention, and then the due date just flies by you. And you guys do not
0: have a somewhere. problem with marketing. I'll tell you that. No, your labels are awesome. I've, I've, yeah. So yeah. So. I
1: remember the first time I saw your labels. I was like, that is so different and unique, but it's also like makes me want to try every single one. <laughs> awesome, thank you. Uh, that's it's working. A lot of that is super, like, super big thanks to Mike Everett, our
2: graphic designer. Like, anyway.
0: it's so fun to work with people like that too because it gets you like re excited when you're, mm-hmm. you know, when everything is crying yeah. in the background and you're like, oh, the labels came in. Oh, yay, they're great. Yep. And sometimes you have those moments of um, delegating the enthusiasm you have other people that are excited about your product or <laughs> about one aspect of it which is just really one aspect of it but it's so thoughtfully done it's like so much thought and love and care and inspiration yeah, it didn't goes not happen into in those 10
1: things. seconds that's for sure
0: yeah
2: yeah sometimes like you're putting your heart and soul out there in one of these like like i'm your huckleberry makes me think of Mary Beth like my wife because like that 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 beer what came from an experience with her, obviously. Right. So like the, the original use so for it. It's awesome. So it's it's sometimes these things are near and dear to your heart and there you want to put the last foot forward. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like, you know, you're you're everything, you're your own cheerleader, you're kind of like mm-hmm. your own motivator. I mean it's so nice when you have a great support system. It doesn't necessarily need to be a partner, but I that out definitely helps. Mm-hmm. But do you have those kinds of um, like go to Inspirations that keep you doing what you're doing when you have an off year like 2022, or when things are really kind of like, holy crap, this is not necessarily going the way that I thought it would go. Like,
2: yeah, uh, I would say that. Definitely, you're, you're leaning on people, I think, almost all the time. I, I feel like Beth is constantly having to bail me out, like she'll watch Isaac so I can go do something at the brewery or close up or you know, cover for something that needs to be covered. Or, um, you know, as business partners, you cover each other as much as possible to, to make each other's lives happen and you know, yeah. vice versa. So there's, there's a give and take there. But as you mentioned, like this sort of North Star concept, like that's your heading, right? Like how do you keep your heading and, and keep on moving forward? Um yeah, I would say I get to kind of hang my hat in that respect on knowing, like, I've, I set out to do this. I've already kind of done it. But now it's the doing is continuing. Like, the the, of it. Yeah. yeah, like, like we, there was a, the point I'm at now, I couldn't even dream of being at when I started. So, it's just so a little con- pat on the back for that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like you kind of like, you try not to puff yourself up too much because you don't want to like get like too cocky. I actually <laughs> think it's great
0: to give yourself a little bit of credit because sometimes yeah. it just feels like the work is never done. And right. it is kind of nice to take a step back sometimes and be like, you know what?
1: Yeah. We don't suck Take at it for granted a little bit now, but here we are, you know? It's- yeah.
2: Exactly. It, if the bit, like let's say the business was taken away from us tomorrow, like something happened and the business is done. It's like, wow, we still did it we yeah. still created something that was pretty awesome and i would say the community helps with that in a big big way because we've got only a, we open up our membership club we have one at the brewery it's like a mug club you might think of it and we call it our north fork native club and we have this membership club and these people are kind of like ride or dies for us they, they are with us through and through. I w- we throw up end-of-the-year party for them every year, and it's so fun. Pete and I get behind the bar. We're serving everyone. It's open bar. And so we cater the dinner, open bar, and then we just get to shoot the shit with all of these people. We are just hanging out, talking, catching up, figuring out what their lives are about. All of our staff comes in. We're serving our staff now. Like, they're That's hanging great. out with all the... All the members that they are serving pints throughout the year, too, they're now on the other side of the bar with them. That's a great and, tradition. And, like, and these people are amazing. Like I, c- I don't see 90% of what my staff does with these members, but when I'm there at that year-end party and we're all there together, I get to see a little glimpse of what that 90% is. It It's it's showing that <clears throat> there's a layer here that's beneath the surface, yeah. and that's what I like Community. the best sometimes. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, yeah. It's, it's knowing that underneath that transaction of i want beer great i want money let's trade those things <laughs> like that very like basic like beer money give take thank you yeah. like uh, underneath that layer is is actually the people under, who are involved in that and then those people involved in that transaction are sharing their lives with each other and we're supporting each other. We're we're doing fundraisers in the community, and oh, all of a sudden, say, you like
0: really give back a lot too. You guys are always doing some sort of crazy, awesome support for your neighbors for causes. Yeah. Go ahead, and sip your beer. I'm it's taking okay. a drink of beer. I was a
2: sure, years ago, I was just a drink like, a beer oh, and I'm just not going to make eye contact because you're saying nice things, and I don't I don't want to receive that too too much. I don't.
0: Know. Oh, what is wrong with us? I just. Right. I'm like, oh, people are like, oh, you did such a good job. I'm like, oh, I have such a great seat. I was constantly, de- but I, I should just start to be like, thank you, yes, Or please <laughs> Can you just write that down and in initial and sign here yeah. so I can just re- Frame read it, it, put it on back the wall. at 2 in the morning yeah. Yeah. when I can't sleep?
2: Can you, yeah, can you text that to me tomorrow morning and yeah. Then, yeah. then the next morning and then the next morning? Um.
0: <laughs> They're like, I just like the Pilsner, man. You yeah. <laughs> know what? I'm not should coming go. back. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's this it's community. I like, love what you said about that. that, that, that you do. Yeah. It is
0: true. And it's, it's funny because uh, you ask a question, um, why do we do it? You know, and it mm. might start out with that inspiration of a beer. But then when you're realizing the connection that you have with the community, and we realized that a lot during COVID when people really showed up for us too. Yeah. And it was almost like you get kind of caught up in that every day and the work and the like inertia of it, which I think you had said too. And then when you have that kind of interaction where it's not just about – the beer it's not just about an omelet it's not yeah. just about a fresh fish even though it's all such integral parts of what people enjoy all of that where people are sourcing it from becomes like part of their story too and part mm. of their community too
2: i yeah i got a crazy story we were brewing um, a beer with our with our staff um, it was uh, the double ipa called new york state of grind and it, you know it's like a great Joel, name too. yeah yeah such a Long Island beer name, right? it's yeah. <laughs> good. Uh, so we were brewing this beer, and it w- we called it, like, Staff Brew Day. We had all of our staff come down. We ordered lunch. Everyone was hanging out, helping with the brew day. We were showing them sort of, the, like, what we do on a day in, day out. And so it allowed us all to be together, and it, it was part educational, but mainly just a good excuse for us to, like, to honor our staff with something, with something tangible, that was the beer we made for our staff that day. Um, well the weekend before that, I had just met one of my, uh, one of my staff's fathers. He had come into town and visited. They were having a great time. Uh, and, and they came down to the brewery. It was so cool. Uh, he starts, he gets a phone call and his father like, had just had a heart attack. He had just left town. Um, and then, he gets another call and his father passed away. Oh god. It was it was so tragic. Like this happened while we were all together and it just it marked the occasion. Like you have the good with the bad and in and, and, and you had that all at once. You get that throughout the years. I'm sure you've experienced similar sure. with different staff members yeah, and course. people you work with, your coworkers are what they are. Um you know these people we're so close with, we spend so much time with them. we spend more time with them than our, our loved ones sometimes, sometimes yeah, sure. and by the end of it you you realize, wow, I've gone through life with these people. I've seen life unfold with these yeah. people, and that was one of those instances where everything unfolded at once and someone's world kind of came crashing down in, in a moment that was in a, a very tragic way, and you're just you're just all you can do is be there for them. all you yeah. can do is provide yourself and say well we're here for you like we will be your family in this situation because this is such a gift too
0: (laughs) I'm sure I I mean if anywhere to get that news but I'm sure they would be saying the same thing if they were sitting here too saying you know it's just nice to know that people have your back Mm -hmm. in good times and bad times so
1: Ian when you guys started how was the focus just let's make good beer see what happens like how how has it gone the last couple of years as far as focusing on selling to retail outlets, restaurants, wholesale, and what's gone better, what's gone worse? What Has it gone as you expected or has it just kind of developed naturally? Oh, it definitely hasn't gone as expected.
2: It's, it's crazy how much it has changed from our initial inception. I, our initial concept was, hey, we're going to open up on the family farm and it's going to be retail. We're going to make small batches, really unique stuff, and then it's just going to be what it's going to be. We're going to shoot for direct retail to the consumer. Um, When we moved to Riverhead, that's when we started saying, okay, I think we're probably going to realistically go 90% in-house and 10% is going to be distributed like on the North Fork. And I would say now it's, that's a way, way different ratio. We're this year, our, our wholesale is doing really well. Now that Uh, This is one of those years that is just, as we were talking before, this is a weird year. This is a weird readjustment and individual retailers, I think, are all hurting a little bit. And so we're feeling that in our tasting room where we can see the tasting room numbers being down, Mm. but conversely wholesale because that's tapping into a larger market that
1: still wants our craft product. restaurants have all opened back up fully and everything else too yeah bingo how um, did it, how did COVID affect you guys it's a loaded question but <laughs> <laughs> COVID
2: affected us in a weird way we just we were already such a new business we, we weren't even two years old when the pandemic True. hit and so we were already used to constantly bobbing and weaving. We were yeah. constantly on our toes. Uh we switched everything to packaged like like a very uh like a can package format. Anything yeah. anything liquid we had we tried to get into cans because that format was the main format that was selling. Right. It was starting to become hard to even get cans. Because yeah, know, yeah. right. of, of how right. many people were just switching immediately to canning. Yeah, right. Suddenly a huge
1: boom, and everyone wanted to sell the home. Yeah, bingo.
2: So then it was just. Uh, I remember we had to sort of furlough all the staff because we, when everything shut down, we said, "Crap, we can't even operate." So we just have to coast. But then, although you know, all of a sudden we got, everyone kind of got word that well, no, you can kind of be open, but no one can come inside, and you can right. you can maybe have some staff members. You're and, shooting
0: and beer cans out of a t-shirt <laughs> <church> <laughs> Yeah, <and laughs> a <That's> the <laughs> yeah, just pretend
2: the zombie apocalypse, you and you're on the roof, and you're just throwing <laughs> things <laughs> you're just ther- at people, you're yeah. just
0: throwing them in the window as they drive <sighs> by. <laughs> yeah, was, you guys,
2: know, it, was cra- it, was yeah. Yeah. it was just it was just crazy. It was just such a weird wild know, west, and so we brought back on our manager Michelle and said, hey, we thought we had no work for you, but actually we just need one person to be selling some beer out of the tasting room. There's just going to be pickups galore. That's about all we can do is pickups. Yeah. Like, would you do pickups for us? And she said, sure. I don't want to be home just like bored out of my mind. Yeah. Like So she, she's. I am essential. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> she was like super great and stayed she's on awesome. board. We love Michelle. Um, oh yeah. And she's great. And like, she could have probably just collected unemployment checks to, you know, from here to. Till the money ran out with <laughs> <Yeah>. the government, <laughs> and so. Um, but no, she she came on board. She worked hard. She helped us get the online store up and running,
1: and we just Great. that's what we did. We just became yeah. an online retailer.
0: You guys did some fun, silly stuff too, like just to keep it light.
1: How so? How has this year been? Obviously, like inflation is impacting everybody. We were just talking about how do you raise mm-hmm. prices. Like, have you guys kind of grappled with those challenges? We've we've tried to be as fair as possible.
2: Like, we really struggle. Well. Pete struggles more than I do. Sometimes I'm just like, raise prices, we need the money. And yeah. Pete's just like, we have to be like as fair as possible. Like it's we hard. can't like like bludgeon people over the head with price increases. Yeah. And like that's that's the struggle. That's the that's yeah. how what you're trying to weigh. It's like, what can people still afford <laughs> yeah. when we can't when none of us feel like we can afford anything anymore? It's like what can we still afford? Uh like like our consumer, and then what can we not afford? To, to take a loss on. like, What do we have to raise our price on? So yeah. I, I, we don't we don't really have a formula. It was just simply saying like me hopping on the computer and just like, like clicking on keys for a while and saying, all right, like what's my new margin? Like what's my new cost of goods sold yeah. that I'm not used to having?
0: I think it's so important to highlight too that, you know, so many businesses are struggling with this exact thing and it's, I think for the most part you're, customers, my customers. A lot of people get it. They're at the supermarket yeah. too. They see it too. <clears> they know. And I, I also think that we do, we almost have like a little bit of an advantage because there's value in everything we talked about before about what goes into the inspiration behind the product, what the labels, the name, the camaraderie, the community, all of those things add up to this like incredibly valuable experience. Mm-hmm. And You might just look at it and see a can of beer, or you might just come in here and be like, oh, this is such a cute little place, or oh my God, what a sweet little fresh fish shack, you know? (laughs) And when you have those people behind it, there's so much value in that. So I feel like when there's so much heart behind it, when you're costing things out and you're putting a price on it, and you're doing it so that you're around for the next (laughs) year or two or four or five, then... That's a different story. It's not like you're That's lining your pockets, right. and I think it's important to highlight that because sometimes I think it's it, it's hard to notice those things, especially when you're busy and people are at the bar and they're having a good time. And they're like, "These guys must be doing great," and they don't see the behind the scenes yeah. of it, and they don't know the the struggle behind it. Mm-hmm. And so, when you're struggling with that, because you don't want to alienate your customers, but you still want to be around so that you can, you know, still do yeah, what you love in to road. do. Yeah. Then I think you can justify what you're doing because you can sleep at night. It's not like you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. this is a good opportunity to charge twice the amount for a yeah. beer. That's not our goal. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's a good way to put it. Actually, the, the, in terms of this, this isn't just doing. This is doing myself a favor. This is for the business of the business. Is actually not just yeah. here next year, but five years from now. Like you're you're trying to make a healthy yeah. growth. Yeah.
0: yeah, and in, in a seasonal business, you know, then there's the whole, like, winter seasons of things that I don't think people understand when you're still carrying a staff that's, mm. you know, important to you, like your family. Like, they, they're they not, they can't just get paid six months out of the year. They need to be able to depend on you and depend yeah. on their livelihood. They're not livelihood. expendable. They're, they're no, yeah they're, yeah, they're, I've got people in my kitchen who have been with me for 10 years. and Yeah,
2: you have great retention. Like, you have really awesome retention. Oh, my
0: God, they're amazing. They're like, talk about family. Well, some of them are a family, actually. so but <laughs> yeah. still, They Literal still need family. to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't work, they don't work for free. No.
1: <laughs> but, um, would help with costs. but Yeah, <laughs> I know. So I, would, I, you, would,
2: you, would you just work for High Five? <laughs> on, hugs. Lots like yeah. of hugs. You yeah. give great hugs. <laughs> well, you can't take that to the bank. <laughs> so.
0: Can't pay rent with that.
1: No, I mean, we had those conversations a couple months ago. Some of the big, I mean, you guys probably buy from some of the bigger food service companies and they were slapping fuel surcharges on their invoices and people were freaking out when they started to see those. And we're like, do we do that? You know, for all these restaurants we sell to, they're already getting killed on everything else. And we kind of just agreed. We kind of, we obviously have to raise prices a little bit, but we also don't want to pass everything on to the consumer. It's a hard, but then when people complain, things are expensive. It's like, well, yeah. you're getting really quality stuff here. We're trying to make everybody be able to support their families, sure, go home, make money and still want to be here. Yeah. tough yeah it's, not so easy. it's
0: about that balance
1: like i said be able to keep going to the future
0: yeah and i think for yeah. the most part people will understand like you know they're huge fans and they i think for the most part when you still have that value and you still have that you know kind of passion behind it it translates
2: i think the experience gets baked into like like i think about coming here to love lane kitchen i used to, back when i was single had a job that paid a lot of money and had all this free time on my hand <laughs> hands um i have two hands um it was like you know i sit here with like uh, whoever would would meet me down here and like you'd be behind the bar, David would be behind the bar, like that experience gets baked into where the point comes where I'm like I want to go back to living kitchen and yeah. it doesn't matter like what the price is for me and it doesn't matter like who's here or not here like I just want to come back and like you know this is familiar, and it's bringing back some nice old memories, and I'm happy for it. Like I think there's a painting, there's a little painting from Johanna Benthal up there, oh, isn't there? It is? I know. So there you go. It's like oh, there, there's I like little that. mementos, yeah, you know? like sneakily hidden <laughs> things that will trigger your memory and be like, you know what, this place is a part of my history and a part of like like home for me in a way, just because I've spent a lot of time here. That's a great way to put it. And so that that part is worth the money because it's you know I would love to come back here 10, 20 years from now with like. Even like my kids and be like you know have them say something be like you don't even know how long i've been coming here i used to come here with uncle david and, and walk
1: up hill both yes walk, walk up
2: here both ways <laughs> <laughs> we used to drink this thing called beer
0: you do a very good crotchety old man i'm you. this I'm close to it i'm basically
2: oh, i'm, basis- yeah, I'm this close to in bit, being yeah. in in real life
0: Oh, my God, I love it. That, well, I feel the same way about North Work Marine Company because Fred and I, I mean, we... Kind of pared back our consumption of alcohol the last couple of years which has been really good for our health mm. you guys just had to become health nuts i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry but we didn't give up beer i mean yeah. let's not get crazy we <laughs> just kind just of more responsible we yeah. just kind of cut it back yeah. Yeah. and um but it's just like our go-to place and it's like if i'm going to have a beer it's going to be a Northwark brain company beer because it's my it really is my favorite
2: yeah thank you
0: it's delicious and refreshing and clean and it's such a nice place to be it's that experience when you walk in people say hello they recognize you and you recognize the people that are there. I mean, it's the same thing when you come in here. Sometimes mm. it takes people like three or four minutes to sit down because they're saying hello yeah. to everybody. <laughs> and I, I yeah. never go to the North Fork Brewing Company without seeing someone that I know. Mm-hmm. And it just—it's all about that. And I don't even look at the check when I get it. Actually, I just give away my credit. I'm just like, just open up a tab, put 20% on your good. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: yeah. It is kind yeah. of true, though, actually. No, um, I, f- I feel the same way. Yeah. It's like the same thing you're saying, dude. Because you feel good leaving, you want it makes you want to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you want to support people that support you and that feed you in in more ways than one. And I guess that actually is really what it comes down to. And, and I and I hope that that translates, you know, to, to people that aren't necessarily in that, like, inner circle. Even if it's your first time here or if it's your first time experiencing the beer at Northrop Brewing Company or the first time going to Bronze, that you're able to translate. that This is a special place, and we're not just, like pumping things out in mm-hmm. like this mass produced way, like yeah. things are so thoughtfully done and that they, they're done with a lot of care and a lot of grace and a lot of uh, like just effort, just yeah. so yeah. much effort. And <laughs> it's,
2: it's a kind of a rare thing, but it's a cool thing. Like the owners on the front lines, like we're all like, like, Cody like you've I remember you delivering well, back when we had the food truck like I'd see you all the time you'd be delivering lobster for us oh, yeah. like, what's up man yeah. and it's it's like that was cool stuff or first Fridays yep. that would end and we'd all be in here right That's after right. having so a beer fun. yeah, yeah. Wow, those are good times and it's like that kind of experience like you don't I think I used it. to trade you shrimp for beer actually yeah <laughs> oh we had a good racket going I'd be like, like all right I'm running guys does anyone want want shrimp? Okay, I'm gonna run beers down to bronze. Okay. Does anyone want Wait, like I a lobster I was, slider? Yeah, I and I I'd was, run you, beers down you, to you. A lot and,
0: of shellfish for beers yes. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian
2: said it was a low key racket running. Yeah. It was I, I was just running beers and trading them for yeah. anything I could. That's good. For, for my staff. For my staff. <laughs> Sometimes. Keep I, in the staff after. I I think after one of those love lanes, I think the donut company was like, All right, like we can't sell these donuts tomorrow. They're from like this morning or like like yesterday or something and so they they were basically about to give them all away, and but everyone had emptied out. My mom was the last one left with like a giant bag, and she's like, "I'll take them." And she had like a giant <laughs> bag full of donuts. <laughs> I was like, mom, did you? Why would you? Why would you take all those donuts? She's like, the like you, look you <laughs> stole Go them. you the garbage. Yeah, you take look like away. you took all the garbage. <laughs> like you have this giant sack of donuts. Oh, that's amazing. Um, but oh, yeah, that's great. Th- those are awesome events too, because like you're you're shoulder to shoulder and elbow to elbow with like people right. who run the businesses who own them, who care about them, who are going to make sure they're there. And I, that's, what's fun about all three of us sitting down, I think is like, yeah. like that's this local fabric that you can't walk into every business and be like, Can I talk to the owner and they'll be like, yeah, they're right there. Yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah. like, yeah, like, like they're, that, that person grew up here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I think Carol had, when we were first talking about this, we were trying to put our finger on what makes the North Fork so unique and special. And I think you kind of just said it though. It's not, it's not some magic thing. I think it's just most of them are owner operated, and yeah. you can walk in and Carolyn's working on the floor here. When I'm coming to pick up my takeout order, you go into the brewery, and you and Peter there. It's the same. Yeah, same There's thing. There's always that's someone what
0: telling me they you know. never see me though. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. never here. Yeah, no, although it's the same actually, thing it's kind bronze. of true these days. Mm-hmm. I like, I did, oh, I
1: never I see your dad. Things. I never see you. I'm yeah. like, well, it's because I'm not delivering. I'm not behind the fish market <laughs> yeah. counter. Like, I promise the word. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm over on the south
2: floor. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, that happens to Pete and I a lot, and it's usually just like, it's like, yeah, like I, I want to keep my marriage and like yeah. have my kids know who I am. So yeah. yes, I'm, I'm not here at like six o'clock on on yeah. a weekday. Yeah. Unfor- unfortunately, like it would it would be great yeah. to like always like rub, you know rub out.
0: People just want you to know that they're there you know they're like mm-hmm. well, we're here we're good customers yeah. i promise we just have we haven't right. been here when you're here or yeah. we keep missing <laughs> you or whatever and so i realized once i get my head out of my ass and i'm not all defensive that they're really just it trying is to say it that is true there. that's uh, and they're not like it's like coming to, from a place of love they're not trying to say that i'm never like that i'm not working uh, yeah
2: <laughs> thank you for that right. perspective they
0: just want they want you to know they're, they're yeah. supporting you yeah
2: that that's honestly what we have to remind ourselves because yeah. there is that guilt of just like how i not read my uh, like very limited time well enough out but it's just like yeah like at the end of the day like my wife and children are the most important thing in my life and like they are going to have to come first yeah. most most of the time unless the business is burning down and they are fine if, if wife and kids are fine in the business is careful burning, what like, you wish for yeah exactly it's like i gotta go gotta go take care of the business when it yeah. needs it but it's oh, just God. like yeah, you can <laughs> what you wish for sorry ooh, it's too soon hard. sorry too soon it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like like good example of probably like, well, I have to now work my butt off. Yeah. And like this means like family is going to have to step up and probably help you achieve yeah, what you need to so that the business can survive another 10, 20 years. It's like it, that's that's the like mom and
1: pop business mentality. It's like, well. This is our bread and butter when it comes down to it. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys see the next like five years, three to five years mm-hmm. growth forecast? Like, is there something you're really focusing on, or you're just trying to stick to your core business? And, Let's
0: open another beer for this
1: question. Um, oh, what do you guys want, Johnny Bravo, Sticky Bandit, or Run the Juice? try. Oh, there you go. Nice choice. Yeah.
0: Sticky Bandit. Is that a reference to Home Alone? Yes, it is.
2: Wow, uh, okay. oh, there you Home go. Home Alone 2, Lost oh, in New York. Oh, sorry, Home Alone 2, yes. Because right, the wet bandits also in the first one. Also a very New York
0: kind of thing. Wait, oh, is that my on gosh, purpose? Oh you're
2: right. No, I didn't, we didn't plan that to be a New York oh, thing. Oh, you mean it was... We're just dumb
0: geniuses. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> we just made a really good decision
0: without knowing it. That would be a really good name for a beer. Dumb genius. Yeah. Dumb. Can we just do such that? a
1: dumb dumb. So yeah, just curious as to what you guys are thinking or what, yeah. what are the internal discussions to Next Jeez. Steps. Well,
2: God willing, and the creek don't rise, as I like to say, <laughs> uh, up here in the north. I would say uh, five years. I think we we'd love to. I would. I, I I think we'd love to have another location that could be, um, sort of like Riverhead's awesome, and we're kind of in the downtown. But I think something to have like a rural feel would be cool. Like if we could get sort of like a main road location, that would yeah. be a little more like farm ish themed or something because i think we do make some fun farm-centered beers yeah like we just spent especially using the hops and locally too oh yeah and we just spent like Pete and i just spent like half a day each in our kitchens roasting butternut squashes to put in like our butternut the hut our seasonal squash ale and so like stuff like that like that stuff that we take a lot of pride in and that i think um if you're serving beers made with that sort of people don't know 90 percent of what really goes into it so at the end of the day it's just drinking in a, a really nice location would be awesome so like having a grass lawn would be sweet that's yeah. a fun goal yeah it's a fun goal um but to have that connection of like well this can be farmy too would yeah. be cool um so i think that would help tie informative, it informative
1: you know yeah um do you,
0: um do you have any advice for someone who would be looking to start their own business or it could be like a brewery specifically because that's what you know, but even just anything where someone's like, oh, it'd be so nice to have, have a cute little brewery and pour some beers and serve some drinks.
2: Uh, yeah, the crotchety old man in me says, don't
1: do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like, don't do it. Don't, don't do like it. it. Yeah. Or what would, you, what would you have told yourself five years ago when you started to? Five years ago, I would be, well... Same, similar question. I would
2: would sit down with myself and be like, okay, you know that list you wrote of like things that you'll have to like wrap your head around? Like I actually wrote this list before starting the brewery of like, all right, things that will happen. Like everyone's going to always ask you about this business. You're always going to have to like talk about it. You're always going to have to like go outside your comfort zone and like be social. Yeah. So like, I like, this was kind of like a, prepare yourself sort of thing like know thyself and prepare thyself i would go back and be like okay like double that list like you're you're gonna have to like really like kind of like do a lot of bloodletting here like you're gonna be bleeding yourself dry like you're gonna reach new levels of endurance but you know, it's all worth it. Like you're going to actually like this a lot more than what you've been doing. And it's, um, a more fruitful use of like your education and the things that like you're passionate about, like you're going to meet some amazing people and do some amazing things. And you be really happy. You're not working in a lab without windows. So <laughs> I drew
0: you a picture of the sun that one time. You did. Yeah. That
2: really, that really got me through my basement living phase, I'm So glad, which pretty much ended this past weekend. Cause we moved into our house. In I know, congratulations. I'm oh, so happy for It's exciting. Yeah. But uh, yeah.
0: that's so intuitive to know that that is going to be one of the challenges of, you know, where you're spending your time and what you're doing. And it's, it's really great. It's great advice just to know. And how awesome that you can still sit here and say through everything that you've been through that you're still using your strengths. You're still doing what you love to do, what you're good at, wh- where you should kind of shine, you know. And that, that's, that's like the, that's the dream, really.
1: Yeah. yeah. Still enjoying it, of course. <laughs> Most yeah. importantly. Yeah, it's
2: still like this crazy ride. And and there's, you know, don't get me wrong. There's times where, like, the instinct is like, man, I just want to burn this thing down. (laughs) Like, is this thing still worth it? Like, you you get those existential crises where you're just like holy crap, like, what did we do? Yeah. Um,
0: I still have, I, I made Brendan promise me that I wouldn't yeah. do anything drastic in yeah. the month of August. Because <laughs> <laughs> it gets so, I have this funny joke, like, I cut my hair off every August, I chop yeah. my hair off. Like, I just go, uh, but that's better than, like, yeah. finding the first, like, millionaire in a Maserati, being like, do you want a restaurant? You'd be really good at it. You should yeah. definitely buy this one, <laughs> just cash. Yeah. You know what, I'll just take the car. You can have the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I know how to drive a stick now. Nice. I've been trained.
2: I will drive off into the sunset. Yeah. I'll give you the deed. <laughs> good luck, everybody. Done. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not allowed to do that. Nice. August, yeah. That's a good clause to have. It is yeah. a good clause. Yeah.
0: But also, it does kind of go back to knowing yourself and knowing, like, this is the thick of it. You know, mm. it's August 17th. We're just in yeah. the thick of, you know, it's like you make your most sales and you're also like your stress level is just like yeah. at the max. Totally. And you can't have one without the other.
2: Yeah. And I think that's where, like, like you keep bringing up the concept of, like, the North Star. Like, what do you have your eyes set on? And I think for for people starting businesses, it's like, you know, there's so many reasons you can start them. And there's so many reasons to continue. Like, it's okay to, like, earn a living for your family and have that be great. I, I wish I could say that, like, I am the sole breadwinner and doing great for my family. Like, definitely not. Like, this is still a business that we're only a few years in and we're still pumping our heart blood and our life and soul into it to keep it running
0: i think that's another important thing to highlight yeah, yeah.
2: These, these are things that are realities of businesses and so it's not for the faint of heart and it's not for anyone who unless you have infinite money to just pump into it and keep it open great like if you have that great do it whatever like right. Right, then then you're not risking anything but it's only possible if you're willing to risk a lot, and, and you left a good everything. job to do it. I, I left <laughs> so a very it good job, Very more good impressive. Benefits. You know, yeah. And I'm, i and at this point, it's like it's taught me a lot. It's taught me to live without a lot, and it's taught me to just not focus on like just sole income and money, and just yeah. instead focus on you know what, be present. I, yeah. yeah, be present. Do the best we can with the business. You know, be present with like my wife and kids. Like those, those are important things. What are the important things? Just focus on those. Those are beautiful. Those are gonna get you through. Um, and um, I'm I'm very, very, very blessed that, you know, the people around me, family, friends have been infinitely supportive. At this point, like, they could have just stopped caring long ago and put in enough time. Like, they put in so much time helping us. And it still continues. My parents lent us their pop-up tent for us to do an event this past weekend. I took it there, and my wife and sister-in-law um, helped me break it down, and they broke it. They, like... They ripped it apart without meaning to. They somehow she-hulked it and, like, tore it to shreds. And I was like, what happened? They're like, we were trying to close it. And they were like, we thought it bent that way, but it was supposed to bend this way. And, like, they just annihilated it. And I just had to go to my parents and be like, hey, remember when you lent me, like, your nice thing? I, it's It's gone. It's in a dumpster. <laughs> so I'll, I'll buy you a new one. I
0: apologize to nice things that I bring to Loveland Kitchen. Yeah. Whether it's, like, an <laughs> iPad or perhaps a new yeah. tablet or... Glasses or plates. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but you're going to die here. <laughs> it's a matter of I time. brought you here to die. <laughs> Thank you for your service, but this oh will be where gosh. you go. And sometimes nice. it's like within a week. But we just need so much of that. And I just feel uh, like we need yeah. the businesses like that, that we need the people behind the counters mm-hmm. like that to just keep us inspired. And there's so many ways to measure success. And I just think it's so, at least for me, it's so inspiring to see someone making those sacrifices because there's always going to be a sacrifice, no matter what it is. There's the mm-hmm. traditional nine-to-fives, which thank God, like you said, you, your family, like your wife has, you know, support some of that as well my husband oh, yeah. doesn't have anything to do with the restaurant my I'm wife very my wife makes for. more than me and she works for a church so that gives
2: you some perspective about like yeah. income wise yeah. but and,
0: and so it does it does take it does take a whole family and it does take a lot of support when you have people out in the plant and on the planet who are happy and they're fulfilled and they're doing what they love to do that's the kind of energy that you kind of need maybe it isn't all about yeah of course mm-hmm. you want to like you, s- you need to find the balance. You can't be broke. You know, you don't want to be like right. going into debt. Clearly you need the balance. Yeah. But maybe it's not about that title or about that car or about that kind of salary. It's just yeah. about the energy and the fulfillment of the actual work that you're doing.
1: I think both those things feed into the energy that you feel when you come to a place like Northbrook Brewing yeah. or in here like Love Linkage.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's a place you want to come back to. I for hope. For that yeah. reason. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's got spirit. It's got soul. Yeah. Like yeah. because the people, like that's what's being put into yeah. it. Like people are putting those that's things. what attracts yeah. people to it. Yeah,
0: into and it. you know there is a currency in that. I think. Yeah. And it and it when all else fails, at least you're you know feeling proud of what you're doing, feeling good about what you're doing.
1: I agree, absolutely.
0: Where can we find them? Is that what you were going to ask?
1: I have there? one last question okay. before that. All mm-hmm. right. You're on a desert island. Mm-hmm. You can bring one North Fork Brewing beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <a> great <laughs> what is it? Ooh. Don't um, let the island climb. It sees it the answer either. <laughs> oh, no, I <laughs> could won't. be a basement. could be Loveling Kitchen. I don't care. <laughs> Loveling Kitchen has one more Northrop Brewery beer. <laughs> Can I be trapped in Loveland Kitchen's basement?
2: <laughs> yes, yes. yes. More energy. accurate. Uh, I would, I think I would hands down bring um, one of our, uh, this is a beer that doesn't exist anymore, but um, within our first year of opening, we came out with a barrel aged, like a whiskey barrel aged uh, version of our breakfast stout, which is called Gaffer's Hearth. Um, and that was modeled after an old homebrew recipe of mine because I love breakfast stouts. Like, I just love thick. Stouts that just stick to your ribs, and this was like really like a robust stout made with maple syrup, cold brew coffee, oats, Damn. and it was just it was so nice, and it was aged in these whiskey barrels that just made it like even more luscious That's and decadent. Delicious. That sounds, um, so sounds so good. good. Yeah. I, now and, I want like cold weather. And, have and, and you know what beautiful thing just happened? My assistant brewer Jen came into work yesterday and brought a bottle of it. Oh my god! This this beer is like four years old. It, it's 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 four years old, and she's just like. Oh, here I brought this so we can have it. And I'm like, "You're amazing. Like, where did you get this?" And she's like, "Oh, well, I I bought it years ago before I worked for you and like came in." No way. And I've been saving it. I'm wow. like, "This is so awesome." I was like, "Jen, we're going to we're going to one day like soon, we're going ha- yeah. to have we're all going to sit down and have a good reason this. to crack it open." Yeah, that's great. So that that's like my probably desert island beer would just right. be something like it. that cuz it's like it's also named after like uh, when we were picking the name of it, I was I was thinking to myself like, well, if I was a fat old hobbit sitting next to a fireplace, <laughs> I would want to be drinking this beer. And so, Meredith, Mary, Mary my wife, was like, well, just call it like Gaffer's Hearth or something because like the old gaffers, like yeah. one of like you know the the hobbits' fathers and like the book." Uh, and so I was like, "Yep, done, great. Like I need my Lord of the Rings thing beer to be <laughs> on on Everyone the menu in the our hobbit. first year." yep so okay, there I there's my through. nerdy uh plug
1: i love it part love of it. that beer
0: we yeah. love the nerdiness
1: so, yeah <laughs> so really as was say where can we find you guys i know you have an awesome mm. social media presence thanks yeah uh, etc yeah so um com is our website you can get to
2: like our online store from there and everything um and we're on instagram we're on facebook um we uh, are located at 24 East 2nd Street. We're in the old firehouse um, over there. So it's this big brick building. You can't miss it. Very you, cool spot. You know, Very yeah. cool vibe. Very yep. cool people. Thank you. What, what she said. Yeah. And very good beer. <laughs> <laughs> Even better beer. Yep. And that's Riverhead, New York. We're uh, just down the road from Loveland Kitchen here. So <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that is where we are at.
0: Cheers, you guys. Ian,
2: yeah. thank yeah. you Cheers. so much for Thanks so awesome. much. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. Awesome.
1: Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to tell a friend and rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Get in touch on Instagram at For the Love of Business Podcast. Our email is For the Love of Business Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Until next time, I'm Cody.
0: And I'm Carolyn. And this was For the Love of Business.
2: I remember the stuffed pork chop. Oh my God, that dish is
0: so good. Brings so much joy to my heart that you still remember how that felt because <laughs> oh that's just like I turn over why we in the middle of the night do. and
2: I just go to Marybeth. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that pork job? I'm dreaming about it right now. And she goes, No, I have the red meat allergy from the ticks. I, <laughs> oh, of course, I don't I remember know. it. I know. Go like, okay. Mary
0: Marybeth.